The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hi everybody, it's Mark Kelly here, Chief Customer Officer and Co-Founder of all this. Hope you're doing really well today. Our guest on our ServiceNow podcast series is Tommy Lamont. Tommy is a Principal Consultant at Tadera, and he's an experienced IT professional working in Tadera ServiceNow Security and Risk Practice. Tommy, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. Yeah, Mark, no problem. Excited to be here. Before we jump into your role at Tadera, could you share us a little bit about your background and how did you actually come into the world of ServiceNow? So I started out in the world of ServiceNow as a customer admin. I was at a ServiceNow customer who was just in the process of moving off a legacy tool to implement ITSM for ServiceNow. Before just doing that, I went around the IT world a little bit in hardware and networking area, but really started my ServiceNow journey there. I started out with pretty basic admin stuff, quickly started picking up, you know, I wanted to, saw the power of the tool, wanted to start improving things, make things better at the business. So really just jumped in and started making some up updates in, in that ITSM space, starting to improve some efficiencies. Um, spent about four years doing that at the customer. And from there, started to look at the consulting area for some more challenges. I uh, wanted to see some more things, see what the platform could do. So it's probably about seven or eight years ago now, I jumped into the consulting world. And I really like being in consulting because I get to see not just that one company as a customer, but all different customers, what they're doing with the platform what problems they're having, what problems they're looking to solve. So starting out in consulting, I focused on that ITSM area for a while there. And then about five or six years ago, I really got into the SecOps and risk area. Those are two that really interested me. I've always been interested in kind of the integration aspect of things, some of the more technical areas of security operations. I really enjoyed working in the SecOps and risk area and helping customers on their journey there. It's a really interesting use case on this platform. A great example of someone coming from just that kind of administration journey moving up, getting into your hands, into a few different areas of ITSM, and then later spending five, six years in security and really building up an expertise. And your most notable role, which is your current role in Tardera, tell us a little about your roles and responsibilities there. Yeah, so at Tardera, I'm a principal consultant. What that actually means is I spend about half my time doing project delivery, actual implementations, configurations, and the other half helping out on the pre-sales side. So what I really like about this role is I get to see a lot of conversations through all the way from that first introduction to a customer, talking through you know, where they are on the platform today, maybe they're a brand new customer looking to implement ServiceNow, take them through kind of road mapping their journey, what they should be focusing on uh, during their project, or whether it's an initial implementation or one, a subsequent one to implement something like vulnerability or security incident. And then a lot of the time I'll even end up assigned to one of the projects that I handled the pre-sales side. So I get to then go in, workshop with the customer, really dig down deep into their processes, figure out where we can improve things, show them what ServiceNow can do to help improve some of their processes, take them through all that configuration, through through delivery to go live, and then get to actually see that solution go live in production. I really like doing that because not only do I get to see it through from the start to the end, it gives me some kind of unique perspective on when I'm starting to talk to some of these customers, hearing some of their challenges, and, and really able to visualize how this might go through through the full project delivery. Um, 
And that really helped figuring out right from the start, where should they focus on? Are they going to look to go in right with a big bang of doing a giant project to integrate everything? Or more often, a lot of the time, they're going to find some key things that they're struggling with. And I can really focus in on that with them, get in those workshops, open that up and explore the best way we're going to make that process better for them. Tell me, for companies that are embarking on implementing ServiceNow, what factors do they need to take into consideration when looking to build a robust value-added roadmap, particularly on the security side? Yeah, so this is a really interesting area because I do get into a lot of conversations with customers, especially new customers. They see ServiceNow, you can do so much with it. Of course, not just security, but ITSM, which you classically started out with HR, legal, everything. And it's easy. You want to do it all right away. You see how much you can do and you want to really get in there. But what can happen then is you end up spending forever in kind of the requirements and even pre-sales phase talking through what you might want to do. So what I try to do is really guide to like, where are you spending a lot of time as a business? Are there some highly manual processes? What are pain points on the IT side? a lot of the time we'll identify things like an onboarding process needs to be automated. On the security side, there's frequently a lot of really manual tasks that you are, you have like security analysts, for example, working on. These are generally pretty highly trained engineers working through problems to make sure businesses are secure. They have a huge tool set to work with, but a lot of the time that leads to them spending time manually transferring things between tool sets, emailing out to people to get things fixed, get information back. So it really helps to figure out what are those scenarios where we have very skilled people spending a a lot of time just emailing, doing administrative type activities and start to focus in on there. From there, we can take a look at, all right, what can ServiceNow do here? How can we start to automate some of these processes? And really, it comes down to applying use cases to your automation, right? So not just taking the platform and saying, oh, this is great, we can go automate everything. But let's look at what use cases we're actually working at, and then we can start to align kind of what value we're going to see there and have a lot of direction when we're going into take on some of these efforts. Yeah, and that's a great example of that working in consulting, you can see a variety of different industries where those use cases are being applied. And then you can look at some of these problems or challenges and think, okay, how can we automate? Because you've got that peace of mind of knowing it's been done before. If we go into a little bit more detail, Tommy, tell us about some of the challenges, security issues that you help customers overcome. So, uh, like I said before, with security specifically, you typically, it's been top of mind for everyone. So, Companies are generally willing to invest, right? But they want to make sure they're investing in something that's going to have an outcome of the company being more secure. So usually we work with pretty well staffed teams. They have a lot of really good, really smart people leading these efforts. And they've invested a lot in a lot of tooling, right? So we want our company to be secure. There's tons of tools out there to help us do that and that we need to do that. And companies invest a lot in these. What that typically leads to is just companies having a huge stack of tools for security and security operations. Like I said earlier, that leads to these analysts really spending a lot of time not just using the tools to solve their problems, but transferring information between those tools, taking logs out of a firewall and emailing out to a team to see if they recognize the information and emailing a firewall team to block something. It's a lot of manual steps there. And yeah, that just leads to those security analysts not really able to focus too much on some of the more complex issues. They're spending a lot of time just swivel sharing things between those tools. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. Would you look, Tommy, at improving efficiency, you're reducing costs, 
or improve the customer satisfaction, either internally or externally, people may not think about security concerns and how they may impact these different areas. But if you've got any examples that come to mind or best practice or process that you usually use that actually helps customers on this journey. Yeah, one example that meets up to all of these points I just talked about, right, is working through a phishing incident. Phishing has been a big problem for a long time. It really came to a head, I think, around COVID. It became even more of a big problem with people being remote, people were working solely out of emails. You can't just lean over and ask a coworker if an email seems legitimate or not. There are a lot of targeted campaigns that really started going on. And we saw this from our customers. A lot of our customers we worked with previously doing, say, security incident implementation were able to take that information they saw out of that original implementation, report back on it and say, wow, we're getting a lot of phishing incidents. We're spending a lot of time manually managing these, figuring out these 10 people that reported a phishing email or is it part of a campaign or being targeted or what are the next steps there? Something like 30% of security incidents organizations typically see are phishing. So that's a huge use case right there. So going back to finding a use case to align to, phishing is typically one that most organizations are going to be struggling and just the degree of manual time that they spend typically just depend how many users they're supporting. Things like universities that we work with, we found they might have 20, 30,000 people reporting phishing emails to them, and that's a ton to manage. So taking that, we've actually ended up doing that use case a lot, and from there have been able to put together a, a pre-structured approach to automating phishing, those 30% of incidents that, that are coming in that are phishing, there's typically a pretty repeatable process you can find that you can do to handle those from figuring out if it's a campaign to finding out if there's malicious things in the email, all the way through to locking things in the firewall, resetting user credentials, all of that. So one of the things I came up with at Third Era here was the uh, what we were calling the attentive phishing offering. It's actually a certified offering on the ServiceNow store. But really what it is taking all of our experience of having done this lots and lots of times and helping lead the customers through the best way to approach this. Like I said, removing that, you know, we just want to automate everything, right? That's what everyone wants to do. But we're taking this specific use case, taking our experience, we've done it many times and leading customers through a specific roadmap of how are we going to go and automate this thing? We know a big problem for pretty much all companies and going to save companies a lot of time of things, like I said, figuring out if we have a phishing campaign going on, sending an email out to a firewall team to block things. Let's see how we can use the ServiceNow platform, centralize that work, and then automate all of those manual activities. Which gives peace of mind to customers, but you don't have to keep reinventing the wheel because you've got a process that's certified and people can actually know, okay, we know this works. We know that there's a lot of insight behind this and it's been rolled out across different areas. Tommy, my last question to you, as the platform evolves, where do you see the future of ServiceNow? Yeah, so I guess I'll answer this question in two ways. First, in the security space specifically, so that's where I focus on, then maybe a little higher level. So in the security space, short term, what I see is ServiceNow is really investing in partnerships with other security vendors, security products. Like customers are going to see a huge benefit from this because when I say partnerships, what I really mean, ServiceNow is reaching out and finding use cases that they can have with these vendors, building store apps, working with partners like us to build offerings that might combine a lot of those store apps. And what that means is if you want to go automate a use case in the security space, a lot of the time, those tools that you already own that are not ServiceNow that you want to go automate on, there's going to be a pre-built integration for that out on the ServiceNow store. And that really helps you to be able to just plug things in and get up to value a lot quicker when you're working through some of these use cases. And that's what we're seeing, not just in security, but across the platform. ServiceNow is trying to take that idea of not just a 
approaching automating everything, but aligning to use cases, right? In the security space, they have the new DLP workspaces, for example. That's another big issue companies see. And that's a use case that we can align people to on in ServiceNow. And ServiceNow is really partnered with a lot of other companies to make that easy to go and automate. Across the platform, really, it is just expanding to other areas of the business, right? So ServiceNow started out as an ITSM tool pretty for the most part. And now we're seeing security operations still being IT focused, but expanding, but also things like HR, legal services delivery. I think we're just going to continue to see that expansion to all other areas of the business, right? Because it's not just IT that can benefit from a tool that can go automate manual tasks, right? There's manual tasks all over the business. And if we can set those up in a structured workflow and again, remove people sending emails back and forth, they might get lost. That's going to really make some businesses run processes more efficiently. I love your approach in splitting up as well. It's particularly interesting times. And in 12 to 18 months, I could see that further evolution coming together. You've been listening to all this podcast, part of our ServiceNow series. We've had the pleasure of chatting with Tommy Lamont. Tommy is a principal consultant at Tadera. Tommy, thank you very much for your time today. Mark, thanks for your time, too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.